welcome to Issaquah Buzz, where we talk about all things business in Issaquah, from new restaurants to retail gossip. My name is Autumn Monahan. I work with the City of Issaquah's communications team, and I'm here with Jen Davis-Hayes, who heads up our economic development uh, division at the city. So welcome, Jen. I think this is our seventh podcast. Yeah. Not, not that we're counting, but... No. No, no, but yeah. is our yeah year the the year end edition, which is so exciting to actually see, and we're going to continue this fun podcast into twenty twenty three. So yeah, yeah, no, I'm excited too. So let's just take a moment to kind of reflect on everything we've covered in twenty twenty two. So we've had you know a lot of opportunities to talk about seasonal events and you know things that are happening over the summertime or you know, leading up to salmon days. So that's been fun yeah. to kind of reflect on what's ahead um, as far as events and things that our community can do that also support local business. Um, and then we featured some, you know, businesses too through interviews. So that's included um, the big picture, which I can't believe that's yeah. this this year. It just feels like it's been around a while now. Was that um, our first, that was our first buzz, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. we get to talk to Mark, and that was really exciting to kind of yeah. hear where the story of, of the big picture kind of came from. Yeah, and then there was Wall of Books and Fortunato Chocolate, which I, I finally went to. Oh. And, oh my gosh, bought so many holiday <laughs> gifts. Good. Good. And <laughs> had a ton of hot chocolate, um, same with my kids. So good. Yes. Yeah. Hot chocolate and it's so yummy. Yes. Yes. It's yeah. Amazing. Anyway, I highly recommend. Um, so that was also a really fun interview to hear more about the history of Fortunato Chocolates. Yeah. 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 Um, what else did we cover this year? So, you know, I, so the last edition we talked, or maybe two editions or episodes before, we talked about uh, businesses that quote unquote made in Issaquah businesses. So, yeah. like, you know, everything from uh, Sanmar, which actually, um, it sits atop the hill there with the behind Home Depot. You see the name on the building, but you don't really understand what they do. And they are, yeah. again, a homegrown business um, and do a lot of great business throughout the world um, around branded merchandising, which is amazing that they do that from here, from Issaquah. And then we got to see uh, and talk about um, some of the smaller businesses like uh, New Northway. Northwest Makes, which is in Gilman Lofts, yeah, and some other ones, and you're just like, wait, we have a we have a board game maker here. We yeah. have this. We have you know um, lots of fun small businesses and large businesses that um, born here in Nisquah, quote unquote. Yeah, and I, that was kind of where this idea, of this podcast came from, is that oftentimes I'm a Nisquah resident, and I would call you or send you a DM and just say, what's new or what's happening, and and you know as yeah. As I'm just in the community, that's what we all love to talk about, too, is kind of what's, you know, I see this, you know, hiring sign or I see that like some construction's happening here. Like what is going on? So I hope that, um, you know, if we're just now catching you as the first time listening to our podcast, that you can go back and, and also learn about some other Issaquah businesses and some of our previous uh, episodes. So we are excited to continue this um, and to see where next year leads. So as we're kind of thinking through the, you know, a recap of 2022, this was the city's 130th birthday. Yes. And we hosted a lot of events and did a lot of fun things this year to recognize 130 years. Um, and, you know, one thing that we were just chatting about that we wanted to mention that was just connected to businesses is mm -hmm. we just buried the time capsule <laughs> and we're going to do some promotion. We have a video around it, too, just to show you what we actually put in there. But part of that was we reached out to a lot of local restaurants 
and mm -hmm. got their menus and buried those yeah. as well. So it'll be cool, you know, when we dig that up years and years from now, uh, probably long <laughs> past you and I, yes. um, it'll be really interesting to see, you know, not only what was, you know, popular on, you know, on menus at local restaurants, but yeah. also probably the cost of those things too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, a lot of other stuff we buried, but that was kind of a fun nod, I thought, to local businesses and what's popular now. Yeah, no, that will, I mean, can you imagine looking back 25 years yeah. ago, what restaurants, you know, probably yeah. was pretty limited as far as what we can see now. So it'll be really interesting to see what the reaction is in, you know, 25 plus years from now. It's like the eight, what? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the triple X burger will still be around. That's what I wonder. I was just thinking that. I was trying to remember how, I mean, and they've been around forever. So that might have even been yeah. 20, at least 25 yeah. years ago. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so about a year ago, so mm -hmm. I think the end of 2021, you led a business survey um, yeah. to that we gave it sent out to local residents to provide yes. feedback on what things they'd like to see, what kind of businesses, what services. Um, so that was about a year ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This year we closed it. Mm -hmm. Or last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and great feedback. Uh, I think a lot of people took the survey. So thanks to those that participated. And what did you what did you learn, or what did we we find in that survey yeah no it was really fun and we got you know so we got people to do this, a survey but also some responses on facebook so yeah. we'd say what kind of what kind of restaurants you want to see what kind of this and that and yeah. by large bakeries and bagels were the big food category they wanted to see um you know talking about uh indoor entertainment wanting bookstores additional meeting spaces um and just kind of some um some a lot of things that we've realized we do have in this community, right? So obviously, uh, with Barnes and Noble closing the bookstore, you know yeah. where, where I was gone. But we we're lucky enough that Walls of Books uh, opened this year, and so that was a great great way to promote. Like, hey, you've asked for a bookstore, here it is, right? Yeah. Um, you know, people also looked at like indoor golf, you know, because Top Golf is really popular, um, you know, in the in the region. And so uh, when Family Entertainment Center opened in November, they have a stim simulated golf you know, indoor golf as one of their options. So oh, yeah. not only can go there as, you know, kids enjoy the arcade and the escape room and laser tag. Um, there's that availability as well. So, you know, kind of thinking about it of making sure that our residents know that uh, what's out there and, you know, and some of the, some of the things people say they wanted like apparel, you think, oh my gosh, there's a lot of places out there that, that exist, but then there's new ones like Gem Lake Designs. Have you seen that business? Yes. Yes. What do you think? What do you think about that? It's like so exciting to see Poo Poo Point and other like Issaquah things on um, on sweatshirts and other apparel. Yeah, I, I just learned of them and it was because they followed the city on Twitter. Uh, so I, you know, I dug in on the account and was like, what is this? And yeah, it immediately was uh, starting to add a few things to cart um, for family and others that live in the Issaquah area. But yeah, yeah, that just that just happened. I mean, that just popped up from what I can tell pretty recently. So yeah. So that's again, these are the things that we you know, we 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 hope that our listeners and people who are following the city of Issaquah help us understand the buzz going on in, in Issaquah because we can't be everywhere at all things. But um, doing that survey really helped us uh, understand what our residents say they wanted. So then, yeah. um, for instance, more meeting space. So so many more people are meeting, you know, working from home, and so yeah. they need either temporary space or smaller space. And so um, we put out a, a Facebook post talking about three different options for that. So looking at Hyla pads, which is a new product 
at at Raleigh centers where they're basically, you you can lease it out for a month, right? And it has a shared receptionist and it's right there off of I-90 and uh, SR-900. And so it's a great spot. We have the Isqua Lofts, which are smaller spaces that have been open for about a year now. Mm -hmm. And again, something that, you know, moving out of your, I say, moving out of your garage or out of the side of your, you know, living room into a bigger space. And then, um, uh, Meadow Creek Business Center has been here for a while um, down at the basically across from Walgreens and the Home Depot Center. Um, and they you can rent someplace for an hour. You can rent a conference room. You can rent there by the month. And so there's all these options like you don't yeah. have to commit to a five year lease. Right. And so we want to let know, people know who either are working from home and they say, you know what, I need to I want to be someplace else or I or they're starting a business and they're not ready to go and sign, uh, you know, 10,000 square foot yes. space yet. So, yeah. so those kind of things, again, that we, you know, we, we may know one or two th- of those places exist, but maybe the residents don't. So I'm looking forward in the new year to kind of pr- do more of that. Right. So uh, one of the, op- one of the things people said is they want more grocery options. Well, we have a new Indian grocery store and they're looking at a meat market as well at Gilman square perils and shoes is another big one. And so there's a new shoe store called chicks in downtown Plaza just went there the other day for the first time amazing there talk about that customer service uh, approach to shoes um it's not like you're going to go in there and ask for size 15 and they give it to you and then walk away they are they are sitting there they're sit and fit is what they call it so they are taking care of their customers from um every little aspect of your shoes um so so that's pretty cool what kind of shoes men's women's so there's uh yeah yeah so they had they had uh, yeah athletic shoes they have you know, boots, sandals, all that kind of good stuff. So, wow. yeah, they used to be on Mercer Island and they moved here um, for me about six months ago or so. So that's uh, right by the the Dollar Tree. And then um, what I'm also excited about is the creative district. So that's one of the other things we talked about here on the buzz. And uh, next year, they're really looking at promoting all of the arts and culture kind of focused businesses in that district. So there's a ton, a ton of places you can go get an art class or or some kind of craft or activity class for adults, right? So, um, so they're I think they're going to be really uh, promoting that and also drawing in other types of businesses that fit into the district. So those things we'll uh, be paying attention to in the future and maybe some future buzz um, topics. Yeah, I just noticed that at the corner of Front and Sunset, we wrapped one of the traffic boxes yes. that says Creative District on it, and I, that Isn't was just that a nice way to welcome and and really to educate people as they're walking into Front Street that they're yeah. entering the creative district. So I love that. So, so yeah. last night I was out to dinner uh, with a friend and we were chatting a bit about um, just, I don't know, all things Issaquah. And she said, you know what Issaquah needs is bakeries and bagels. <laughs> exactly what the survey said. Oh, no, you I gotta swear be this me. happened last night. <laughs> yeah. And I, and so I was like, well, you know, and you know, I brought up um, Forest Fairy Bakery, which yeah. a coworker brought some holiday cookies in um, that we were snacking on. They were so cute. And I, I, I mean, I'll admit, I, I've never been there. I might have been there once or twice a while ago, but I do forget. And so are there other bakeries, too, that we should be helping to promote? Because a lot yeah. of people are thinking that of, like, I just need, you know, I'm, I've got a craving for a baked good or I want something in the morning. Um, so we've got definitely Forest Ferry on Front yeah. Street. What else yep. is there? So Forest uh, I'm sorry, Paisley Parlor, which is in yeah. Gilman Village over by Issaquah um, Coffee. So again, they they do lots of good things, but they have uh, baked goods there. And so oh. it's one of those things that uh, when we, we look to try to promote wh- who has, you know, baked goods. Yeah. Um, 
there's lots of places that, you know, obviously you have your grocery stores, right? And you right. have, um, you know, like Panera Bread and those type of things that have some really good baked goods that you don't, may not think about as a bakery per se. Um, but there's a Mexican grocery store in Gilman that has some, they bring in some baked goods every yeah. once in a while. But um, I think, you know, we, we have a lot of... Uh, smaller places that may not be the big come come here we are a bakery type of thing right. um lake experience Paris up on yes. the talus is like mouth-watering uh good yes. i'm actually getting you know a little drooler <laughs> um so talk about butter and your your baked goods uh they uh -huh. are amazing up there and so uh you know we've had a pie bakery come and trying to find a place we've had a few others again the, the hard part is um that people want to be in Issaquah. And we've said this before about businesses. They've been looking for five years, you know, here. And so we we, we do what we can to try to get creative. Like, how about, you know, they were looking at co-locating with somebody. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, we'll continue to work with businesses any size and think about how can we get you here. Um, bagels, we're, we're still trying. Again, we have a business that's been looking for a long time. And every time there's an opening that is about, you know, about what they need, I'm like immediately hey, check out this place. So yeah, we're not, we're not, not for trying, um, but hopefully it clicks. And and I think um, they know, we have told them, we share the survey results with businesses and with brokers saying, this is what people want, right? So you don't even have to ask what people want. This is what they want. So yeah. um, it's oh, pretty wow. exciting. Yeah. yeah. And, and also to kind of articulate, you've got this customer base that's very exciting and welcome, welcoming yes. you. If you're making bagels, we're ready, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, so, yeah. so how is Issaquah's local economy? Just as we're talking about, you know, yeah. supporting local business. Yeah. Well, you know, I think all of us are kind of like, hmm, what's going to happen, right? Um, yeah. You know, with, with uh, but, you know, our our economy has been actually really strong. Um, and so while there's inflation and uncertainty in the air, right? Yeah. Uh, definitely impacting our, you know, our residents and others throughout the, the country. Um, our businesses have been strong over and over again. I've heard them say we have sales at or above levels of 2019. Right. So we exhale when we hear that because we know, we all know businesses really struggled during the pandemic and there have been some that had to close. Yeah. But um, the ones that are, are surviving are kind of getting back there now. They may be catching up on some of those bills, you know, from when they didn't have as much sales, mm -hmm. but they are, they're, they're, uh, we uh, are showing our Isqua loyal this to um, our local businesses, which is really great. And even hotels are rebounding and getting above uh, sales from 2019 as well. Yeah. So they're not back to normal, but they're they're uh, growing uh, back to normal. And so I think 2023 is just going to be uh, really good for Issaquah. We're going to have uh, businesses that have really figured out what their new, you know, if they've changed their focus or then added new products in or that type of stuff. And I think for all of us, we're ready to just be, you uh, be more normal and be yeah. proactive and like the businesses who want to grow kind of figure that out. Supply chain is kind of working its way out, those type of things. But um, I think for overall, I think Issaquah, because of the residents like we uh, have here listening, mm -hmm. um, they're, they support local, right? They are supporting the small businesses and that's really what's going to keep us vibrant because people want to come here and enjoy the variety that we have. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, a bright 2023, you know, we, we're working on our content list for next year. I think one area that we're excited to really celebrate all year long is that it's Gilman Village's 50th anniversary. That's 50 amazing. years. That's so right? cool. Yes. So um, we're excited to, you know, highlight the history and the stories and the memories 
um, that are all entwined within Gilman Village, which is such a unique uh, feature to our community. So that'll be one area that I know we'll focus on. Uh, what else is on our list? Yeah, so I mean, I have, I put, I was thinking about that. You know, there's some things that have been happening, quote unquote, happening for a while, right? And yeah. Will be opening. So like everybody has seen the cranes over by Costco headquarters. So they expect to move into their new headquarters building, you know, in spring of next year. And so that would wow. be really, really great to see that campus um, kind of alive again and no more detours. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go to Costco? <laughs> But, um, you know, they're one of our largest employers and they are, um, again, a reason why people come to Issaquah. Um, and so we're really excited to see them invest and stay here in Issaquah. And yeah. then right near there, um, the old Holiday Inn is under under rehab for um, Fairfield Inn. It's a Marriott brand uh, hotel. So it was closed during the pandemic. It was an yep. isolation center, but they are making it nice and going to reopen um, next year as well. So again, a, another opportunity for people to come and have their family stay there, have tourists come, have yeah. uh, business uh, travelers come and they come and spend money in our city and enjoy, our, enjoy uh, all the things that we do. So that's important to our, to our tourism industry. But, but, you know, there's a whole bunch of like shiny things, right. That we, yeah. you know, you like to see, but I think, you know, one of the, the most buzzworthy items that I like to talk about is, again, the current businesses that continue to recover and grow and thrive. And so I think that's what's going to be really exciting to talk about next year and getting some of those stories about how they, why they came to Issaquah, why they love Issaquah, and how uh, other others can come and, and have that same feel. So that's that's my buzzworthy kind of excitement for next year. Great. Well, thank you, Jen, um, and I'm excited to continue working with you um, early next year as we continue our adventure on this podcast. Yes. Uh, to end this uh, this year, we are going to end with an interview that you did with um, a representative that was talking through some loans that were available for local business. Yeah, so the Small Business Flex Fund, and I think we might have mentioned it here before, but maybe not, um, is a, a state uh, effort and we actually contributed the city of Issaquah did contribute money towards that um, with other partners to provide low interest loans to small small businesses so the loans only go, go up to a certain amount hundred fifty thousand dollars but it's really helping those small businesses who need that uh, not only to kind of catch up from covid but yeah. also to to plan the next step so yes so we're going to hear from our department rep, uh, Department of Commerce representative um, more about that next. And we're here today with uh, Keith Swenson, the Deputy Assistant Director at the uh, Washington State Department of Commerce, and we're going to be talking about Small Business Flex Fund. So this is a new newer program that the state has, and we were, uh, we want to share all the great news about it with our business community. So welcome, Keith. Thanks for coming with us today in Issaquah Bez. Hey, good morning. Glad to be here. Really excited to talk about this fantastic opportunity for small businesses. Yeah, thank you. So tell me yeah. more about the Small Business Flex Fund. What's the benefit to businesses and why is it unique? Sure, sure. So the Small Business Flex Fund was created early on in the actual pandemic time through CARES Act dollars that came from the federal government. And what we noticed early on, um, if the business community folks can remember, there were a lot of grants flying out the door, emergency relief grants, for example. In, in commerce, we call them working Washington grants. Mm -hmm. I think today we're just wrapping up the round five version of those, by the way, but what was recognized fairly early on was not just small dollar relief grants, but really, you know, trying to provide a, a tool, um, a lending tool or a capital tool, if you will, 
that really helps businesses be more proactive and strategic in their in their um, capital needs. And during the time of the pandemic, with finances being a little wonky, showing the you know what their what their um, financial books look like to lenders, it became more difficult. So what uh, Commerce did in, in, in partnership with actually, you know, the governor kicked this off with a, a commitment of $30 million for the, uh, the state to seed a fund that addresses a couple things, easier access, equitable access, and term rates that, you know, are, are uh, friendly to the business owner in a time that was incredibly challenging and continues to be, right? And mm-hmm. one of the, I'm going to pivot here to today, so that was kind of how it initiated, and it's a public-private partnership where we were able to um, use that $30 million as a as a, a base to that fund and fundraise up to $105 million with uh, local Washington banking partners around the state. So, we were really proud of that, really proud of being able to engage the private sector to really, you know, meet the needs of small businesses, right? When you talk to business owners, what's really difficult is just the uncertainty of the future. So having interest rates that are locked in, for example, being able to borrow, you know, not not small number, but, you know, $150,000 is the cap, right? But enough capital gets them perhaps through a quarter, two quarter, three quarters, depending on the on the business they have. Yeah. Now and so now with interest rates going up um, across the country, what does the small business flex funds are those interest rates? You said they're locked in. They are right now. Correct. So we don't anticipate those changing um, unless something really hits the financial market that we have <laughs> don't just haven't seen as of yet. But they are yeah. still holding true to their three to four percent interest rates. The program itself is well. We're entering this phase of, of really trying to close it down, though. These are these, as I said when we first started the conversation. They are. Um, this is held up by federal dollars, and there's a time limit to those 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 that money, if you will, right? So we've extended the program actually out into the first quarter of 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're getting uh, applications through the uh, portal. Um, through February, I believe. That's great. That's great. I know I've worked in economic development for over 20 years and capital is a hard thing for smaller businesses, like you Mm -hmm. said, and especially more so for those businesses that have been really hurt during the pandemic. So we so appreciate the state putting this together. And actually, I don't know if you know, but the city actually, city of Issaquah actually contributed um, $300,000 towards the fund as well. And we we knew how important it was to ensure that we can serve um, our Issaquah businesses and they have access to that. So that's, that's right. That's a great one. Just to, you you remind me of something great about the innovative side of this fund, right? And it's built off partnerships. And one of the key partnerships around the Flex Fund is partnering with the local community, like trusted messengers, like yourselves, you know, on the on the on the city level, but also in the communities too, right? And so, really being able to communicate the advantages, or is this right for um, individual businesses? So they're they're hearing the message from folks they trust in their communities too. That is so key. You, you know, you. Um, I was just talking to some of our Issaquah Business Associations this morning with what we call Vision Partners, and we have learned a lot during uh, the pandemic. And so it's so key that we don't just go back to normal and we mm-hmm. take that learning moving forward. So I'm so glad that, you know, the state has seen, you know, okay, we learned this in the grants and now we're moving it forward into not only the loan program, but other things. So so what kind of things um, can people, businesses get loans for and what have you seen it being used for? 
Sure. Um, and because of, you know, the, it's relatively small dollar amount, you've seen a lot of operational costs. So what I mean by that is, you know, maybe covering payroll for a period of time while they get through a, a, a period of, you know, uncertainty, utilities, rent, marketing. I think that's a, what we're seeing more and more in. So as as folks are reopening, if you will, or, or expanding, being able to advertise that, hey, we're still here. Right. You know, come back to Main Street, come back to your mm-hmm. your mom and pop, you know, businesses that um, are really part of the, the culture of our communities. Right. Is a, is a big deal. And then there's a myriad of others. Um, it's a fairly you know, open and flexible use of funds. One of the simple things you can't do is just, you know, use this to pay any back taxes or anything like that. Um, but all those those pieces that I talked about, we see a lot of. Uh, of use for especially on the relaunching of of folks in their businesses so okay so key yeah so any other tips for people who might want to apply and how how do they move forward with doing something if they'd like to get their application moving um, with small business flex fund sure sure i have one key tip okay and that is don't pre-qualify yourself Okay. What is that? What do I mean by that is, hey, you know, when you go to the smallbusinessflexfund.org website, it'll have a a wealth of information for you, including like the terms and what it is and who are the partners, all that stuff and the and the link to the portal. Um, What I like to do is and encourage people to say is, hey, any questions you have, just submit through the portal. Right. Don't tell yourself, well, I don't think I qualify for this. So I'm not going to engage. That's pre-qualifying yourself. You'd be amazed as the resources that come up through this process, right? And so just, you know, if you're willing, submit, you know, what your business is through the portal. It's not a qualification portal. Like I said, all it is is getting to understand your business, Mm -hmm. um, your need. And then the next step after that is matching you with resources to help, right? And so it really is a tool it's a it's a tool to help um, business owners with any you know capital challenges they may have, and so I say to folks, use the tool, right? See yes. if it can help you out, um, and if it can't, that's okay. Maybe there's others, you know, mm-hmm. you know, resources out there that can. That's that is great advice, and so yeah, and it seems like even if this product isn't best for them, they can get can make it connected to something else that works. So. Well, thank you, Keith. I really, really appreciate you taking the time today and uh, and for sharing that there might be some more more cool programs <laughs> coming for small businesses and their lending needs. Um, uh, so they need to apply by February, mid-February or so is the, the rolling think, deadline right now? Yep, I think you're right. It'll be the portal will be open. I, I'm telling folks about February to give people time to get in mm-hmm. uh, into mm-hmm. the process. Um, and again, the small just not the, sorry, let me be very good. It's yeah. smallbusinessflexfund.org. Go there to that, that main page. And it's, you know, again, if you, if you first want to get comfortable with more information, there's a lot there. The, the portal link is there too. So just know that's your, that's your mechanism to reach our, our partners. Um, and yeah, we're, we're really excited. We're so thankful for the partnerships as well um, and really mm-hmm. providing value to our community. So I, I look forward to even more, right? I think this yeah. is, Hopefully a start of just, you know, in state of Washington, providing more resources to small businesses that really need it. 
Yeah, no, that is so true. And so we really appreciate, again, your t- coming here today. And, and you're welcome back anytime on Issaquah Buzz when you got some cool things talking about how the state and our communities can work together to support our businesses because that's what it's really about. And we yeah. so appreciate the investments you guys have made um, over this, these past few years have been tough times and you'll continue to make. So thank you so yeah. much. Happy to do it anytime. Let me know. All right. Take care. Great. Welcome back. Uh, thank you, Jen, um, for that interview. That was uh, that was really great information for all of our local businesses here in Issaquah. Yes. yes. So thank you once again. And to all of our listeners, if you have any burning questions or you drive by and you see a local business and wondering what's happening, um, send us an email and we'll cover it in our next podcast at ed at Thanks so much. Thank you.